Hello, my friends, kingdom builders and kingdom connectors, and everyone who is about the Father's business. Welcome to another edition of the Living Word Mind of Conception podcast. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast so that we can stay connected, continue to communicate, and to contribute to one another's life. So let's begin our journey right now. Absolutely. 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 Well, no, no apologies are ne- uh, needed. Uh, we just thank God for being able to share what God has given to us uh, prayerfully to add value uh, to your life as a believer. Continue to walk in faith, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But guys, it is actually time we have to go live. I do see this Evangel got on also. Uh, Jerry and Linda Chapman back there in Ohio as well. But we got to get started here. We got, you know, certain time constraints. So we appreciate you being on and preferably we'll be able to get you at the end as well. But I want to go ahead and do that real quickly. Uh, share my screen one more time uh, for you to so you can see uh, the things that we can do as far as different ways to uh, get in, get the word of God uh, or just to be able to uh, receive from the ministry here that God has given us and so that you can always grow because that's the ultimate goal. That's what we're, we're not trying to get popularity. We're not trying to get a big following or anything like that. It's the main thing is that people will get to know God for themselves and that we will be people that live by faith, not just do faith things because when it comes to church, but that our whole life would be built around faith, right? The just shall live by faith. So that means everything that I do on a daily basis, I have to do it by the faith of the Son of God that loved me and that gave himself for me. So when I go to work, I do that by faith, right? When I pay bills, I pay my bills by faith. Uh, uh, When I uh, build my relationship, right, with my spouse, so if you're married, right, you, you do that through faith and love, right? Grace, hope, faith, and love. Everything you do, you do it by faith. So it's not just something that you do. Uh, faith is not something that you just do at church. And I think sometimes that's what people have done uh, in the past. Our mindset and mentality is almost that I've got to only have faith when it comes to church. But no, if I've been born again, born into the family of God, then I have to learn how to develop my faith and live by faith on a daily basis, right? And that's what God is looking for. He's, he says that over and over again through the scripture that the just shall live by faith, okay? And so he, it didn't say that the just shall go to church by faith. No, it says the just shall live by faith. So everything that we do is part of this faith journey of trusting God uh, in our everyday life. So, you know, you can always get on the YouTube channel, uh, the podcast that comes out 24 hours e- after every uh, session on Tuesday night. Uh, also, you can uh, sign up for the uh, weekly Writing the Vision newsletter, and you have to go to the website to do that. And that's at Living Word, www.livingwordcorsicana.org. And these are just some ways that you can continue to hear the word of God, right? Because again, even as we're talking about that uh, tonight, faith cometh how? By hearing 
and hearing by the word of God, right? And so that means I have to continually uh, put that word in my spirit. If you want to change anything, if you and I want to change anything about our life, I have to continue to hear the revelation and information that's going to give me a transformation of my thought process, okay? And so I have to keep hearing the word of God in order to continue to be changed. But uh, so I thank God for uh, all of you tonight. I'm just going to leave it there for a few more seconds. Again, for you that are watching on YouTube and on Facebook Live, uh, we thank God for you being here as well. Uh, and you can always continue to spread the word. It's interesting how God uses these things. Uh, sometimes we don't know who we're going to reach, but even particularly through the podcast and on the YouTube channel, you have, we have people that watch from Germany and different places all the time and get on the podcast and all of that. So you never know, you know, who you're going to be reaching because ultimately that, that is up to God. But we just want to be faithful and consistent at walking and talking and living out what he has taught us and just sharing it. Hopefully it can be a blessing to you because one thing I've learned to do in the years that I've actually been in the ministry is that you cannot give somebody something that you don't actually possess. Right. And I used to say it this way. You cannot give what you don't have. Right. And, and, and even on the area of, again, financially, but we're not talking about financially. I'm talking about in any area of your life. If you yourself do not possess something and it's not a part of you, it's very, very difficult to give it out to somebody else. So, again, just like Miss, uh, uh, Minister Veronica was talking about earlier, if you don't possess a level of faith and confidence in God, it's going to be almost impossible for you to give faith and confidence to somebody else that's going through something difficult. So we want to make sure that we are possessing the word of God personally so that we can give it out, right? I have to have it and own it before I can give it to somebody else. But tonight, I want to go just to, a, I'm not going to go, as you know, I don't go to a whole bunch of scriptures because it doesn't make a difference if you have a whole bunch of scriptures and cannot or do not apply them to your life. See, this is something, here's one of the tricks of the enemy that he tries to do with people in this generation because we are so information savvy. Why do I, what do I mean by that? I mean, you have, you have Google, you have all of the websites, right? You even have, uh, I'm kind of picking with my wife just a little bit here. You even have Siri on your phone. You know, we don't, we don't, uh, we can just ask Siri about something, right? Uh, we can ask, uh, uh, I don't want to say her name too now, uh, the, the, uh, the Amazon lady, you know, cause if you, I got, I got my echo right here. Cause if I say the name, it's going to ask, it's going to come on, but you can ask them to, to, to what's the temperature, all of these things. So we're so information savvy that that's how we have a begin to approach the word of God. We begin to approach the word of God, just wanting more and more and more information and, and have not got to a point where we actually apply the knowledge that we already have. Because if we would, many times, folks, if we would apply what we already know, we would be some powerful people. And, and, and 
just a general statement, but there's a lot of people that know a lot. But they know a lot, but it seems like all the knowledge is not affecting their life. Well, why is that? Because you have to receive it by faith, and then faith has to go to work. Because for me to say I have faith and I'm not doing anything, then my faith actually is dead. And that's, again, the scripture says that faith without works is what? It's dead. It's unemployed. You don't want to have an unemployed faith because many of you know when you're unemployed, right? That means you don't have a job. You're not doing anything. You got to depend on somebody else to take care of you. And that's how there are a lot of believers are like that. Their faith is unemployed. So they have faith, but it's not working. And it's unemployed and they're trying to wait for somebody else to take care of them. So what I'm saying to you tonight, I want to encourage you. Uh, that it's time for our faith to go to work, right? So applying what I know, putting it into practical application, right? Uh, glory to God. So let's go to the book of Hebrews because first of all, let me say this. I love you, okay? I do. I love you in Jesus. Glory to God. And, and we're going to get to the word tonight. If, as the Lord gives us grace to do this. But I'm telling you, folks, the word of God can get in your face sometimes. Because I said earlier, as Miss Veronica was sharing when she got on, see, see, God doesn't change who he is based upon what I have experienced. Glory to God. See, we may have experienced, as Evangelist Andrew was saying earlier, we may have experienced some difficult times. We may have experienced some hardships. But our experiences do not change who God is. So if God says that, you know, I'm your provider, I'm your protector, I'm your deliverer, whatever God says, it does not change based upon what you and I have gone through. So I cannot allow the enemy to steal my faith because I went through something that was unpleasant and allow him to steal my faith to a point that I'm accusing God of not being who he said he was. Glory to God. Whew, that's good stuff there. <laughs> Calm down, preacher. Glory to God. Because how many of us have done that We've gone through something difficult. We've gone through something unpleasant. And many times we don't say it out of our mouths. But our thought process is, but I thought God was good. But I, got, I thought God loved me. Well, and then so the enemy whispers to you, if God loved you, he wouldn't let you go through this. See, that, that's a lie, folks. Our experiences, let me say this one more time because this is powerful here. Our human experiences, well, even those that are unpleasant, does not change who God is. So this is where we're going to pick it up here tonight in Hebrews chapter number 11. We're going to just read verses 1 through 6, and then we're going to go, through, uh, go to another one over here. But Hebrews chapter number 11, verses 1 through 6. Uh, very familiar passages of scripture, but let's let's dig into it a little bit. And so, God does not change. Okay, 
It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Come on. The evidence of things not seen. Mm. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the world was uh, uh, worlds were framed, excuse me, by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Okay, now that's saying a lot, but let's keep on going. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it being dead, he yet speaketh. Keep on going. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, come on, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Now, here's, here's what we're going to get to. But without faith, glory to God, <laughs> it is impossible to please him. All right, now watch it. This is powerful stuff here. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Pause, or uh, 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 what's that thing called right there? The uh, colon, whatever it is. Uh, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So our life is supposed to be a life of faith. Faith is a substance that gives us the ability to hold on to God's unchanging hand, his unseen hand, knowing, glory to God, though we don't see him, knowing that he's right there with us and that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Even when we go through the flood, we will not drown. Glory to God. When we go Pass through the fire. Come on, somebody. We're not going to be burned. Glory to God. Man, y'all praying for y'all praying for me tonight. I'm telling you, I'm already, I'm feeling this anointed already. Glory to God. Glory to God. Because that's what faith will do. And faith gives you the ability to understand that what you can't see has the power and the authority to change what you can see. But if I get to a place where my condition and my circumstances make me begin to doubt who God said he was, then my faith is not going to be able to hold on to what God promised to do. So let's keep on going. Because now watch this. I said earlier that it's time for faith to go to work. So verse 3 or verse 4 says this. By faith, Abel offered a sacrifice. See, it wasn't just him sitting there talking about, I believe, I believe, I believe. No, his faith, his, that substance made him do something. And what it made him do was to offer a sacrifice. That's what tells me right now. I'm just telling you what I've learned over these years, over these almost 30 years now, is that when somebody is really believing God, it's always going to produce some kind of corresponding action. Again, like Minister Veronica was saying earlier, it will cause you to declare that you're blessed. It will cause you to speak the blessing of God 
when you have no natural evidence that the blessing is working for you. Glory to God. It will cause you, faith will cause you to declare and to decree and to lift your head up high and, to, and walk like, like he says, let the poor say that I am rich. I'm talking about when you, your bank account is reading triple negative zero, you will walk with your head high, with your shoulders back, as though you owned everything. Because faith will do that. Glory to God. Glory to God. So, faith. So then somebody said, well, how do I get that faith? Preacher, I hear what you're saying. So then faith comes by hearing. Come on. Romans 10, 17. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. I, I can guarantee you this. If you would just listen more to the word of God than you do to the nightly news, your faith will begin to grow. But you, many, I'm not saying, I'm not singling anyone out. I'm not pointing at you and singling you out. But people will listen to agencies and governments and they'll listen to it and they'll watch it and they'll watch the replay here. And they'll no wonder why their faith is not growing because faith comes by hearing. But let me give you a secret. I mean, it's not really a secret. Fear also comes by hearing. So you keep hearing how bad everything is, how everything's going down, how, oh, it's all over. We're not going to win. Oh, my God, we're all going to die. We're all going to get sick and be on a ventilator. Oh, it's just, you keep hearing that and hearing that and hearing that. And pretty soon you accept it and fear is produced and fear attracts the enemy. Y'all, I'm not going to get off on that tonight. But fear will, will glory to God, attract the enemy. Just like faith, if you want to say it this way, will attract the blessing of God. Glory to God. Okay, I'm not going to get off on that tonight. So, so faith comes by hearing. But real faith goes to work. I mean, there has to be some corresponding action to what we say we believe. Right? If I, I can't just say I believe and don't move. Right? You know, it's like somebody says, if, if, if the house, if your house is on fire and they say, okay, well, I, be, I believe the house is on fire. Well, you don't really believe it unless you get up and run out of the house. Unless you're just trying to burn yourself up. But I don't think that's the case. It has to be some corresponding action. Right? If I believe that God is a healer, then I need to agree with God to take care of my body the way he told me to take care of it and not just do to my body what is pleasurable to me, right? Oh, Lord have mercy. I'm talking about, I'm talking about believing the word of God, right? What do you believe? If you believe that he's your provider, then that means I'm, a corresponding action is I'm going to be a good steward over what he puts in my hands. I'm not going to waste it because I'm going to honor him with what he blessed me with. Glory to God. Amen. So, okay. Hallelujah. So, you have to, faith got to do something, folks. See, Enoch was translated. Why was Enoch translated? Because his faith caused him to walk with God. 
He wasn't just sitting around, but he was walking with God. He was doing whatever God asked him to do. He was fellowshipping with God. He was walking with God and God took him. But now let's pick it up here again in verse six. But uh, without faith, it is impossible to please God for he that come to God must believe that he is. Why did God take Enoch in verse five? Because he pleased God. He walked with God. And as he walked with God, he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. Uh, because he that comes to God must believe. Here's the point. And we're going to move here. You and I must believe that he is. Folks, it doesn't matter what you go through. It doesn't matter what I go through. Whatever I go through does not change who God is. And if God has said something about himself, God is that thing. Even if I don't get to experience the blessing of that, that does not change who God is. It reminds me somewhat of the Hebrews, the three Hebrews, uh, you know, we know them as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael are their real names, but we know them as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? And they said, listen, they said, we're not careful to answer you, O king, because our God is able to deliver us from the fiery furnace, and he will, again, like Veronica was saying earlier, listen to their faith, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But even if he doesn't, or even if he, according to what the scripture said, even if he don't, we're not going to assert. In other words, it don't matter what we go through, that does not change who God is. He still has the ability and the power and the authority to deliver us from you. But look what their confession was. Look what that faith talk was with them. They didn't sit there and say, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. No, so he said, they said, he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't have all the details. But one thing I can tell you, that my God is a deliverer. <laughs> and that he's going to deliver me out of your hands. Glory to God. I like that. So, so faith, that's, that's faith talk. That's the faith walk and the faith talk. Why? They were meditating on God. As you know that they were they were people of prayer because we'll see in the book of Daniel how they were praying and everything. So you know they were people of prayer. They were people of the word of God. They were people that tried to obey the word of God. So they get that word in them constantly. And so when it came time for that test, that word came out of them and said, listen, our God's going to deliver us. I don't know. They say, well, how is he going to do it? I don't know. That ain't up to me. That ain't none of my business. All I know is that he said he's my deliverer. Glory to God. Somebody say, he's, he's, he's my way maker. He's a miracle worker. He's, he's the light in the darkness. Glory to God. I don't know how he's going to do it. All I know is that he's going to do it. Glory to God, man. Okay, calm down, preacher. Hallelujah. That's good stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. And so that's what I wanted to share with you tonight. But we're going to move on. We're going to get a few more scriptures here out of, well, one more set of scriptures here out of 1 Peter. But God spoke that thing so strong in my spirit. He said, son, you got to tell my people this, that whatever they go through does not change who I am. So he that comes to God must believe that he is, right? That he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In other words, Yes, my situation is not good right now, Whatever you, whoever you might be. Your situation is difficult, but that doesn't change who God is. So if you come to God and you want God to do something about it, you have to believe that he's still a deliverer. 
He's still a healer, whatever the case is. He's still a provider, right? He's still a way maker. You got to believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of the diligent seeker. Because if I believe that God still can do it, that God got it, that God can do it, then I will continually come to him and get in, uh, get in tune with him so that I can receive what he wants to have for me. Don't let the enemy try to steal your faith, loved one. I'm telling you, and I, we all been there. The enemy, he'll start whispering to you all kind of stuff, trying to steal your faith. He'll start whispering, and he, and he'll, he loves to accuse God. Well, if God was all that, and if he was so good, why are you going through this? How, why were you abandoned? If God cared for you, you know, you know, if God cared for you, why, why your, why your children this, why, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But folks, let me tell you something. That is the voice of the enemy. And I want to encourage you tonight. Do not listen to it. You have to believe that God is. What is he saying there? Believe that whatever God has said about himself does, it, it does not and cannot change. Glory to God. It does not and cannot change. If God said in his word he's a healer, even if I don't get healed, God is still a healer. Glory to God. It doesn't change him. All right, all right, praise God. So now let's go on to hear 1 Peter chapter number 2. Just one more, one more set, set of scriptures here, and that's all we're going to do tonight. 1 Peter chapter number 2, verses 4 through 10. Praise God. So I pray that you, I pray that, uh, encourage you. Hold on to your faith. Fight a good fight of faith. Don't let the enemy tell you anything different. Well, why God let this happen? Why God let that happen? Uh, Evangelist Angie was sharing in our, 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 our confession and communication period, right at from 7 to 7.30, how that, you know, just because somebody is sick don't mean that they did something wrong. You know, uh, Jesus, they asked Jesus in the Bible, who did sin Here's what, here's what's the thought process. Who committed a sin that this man was born blind? So surely, because you're going through this hard time and this difficult circumstance, you must have done something bad. You must have sinned. You must have done something. But Jesus said, no, 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 you don't understand. Neither this man nor his parents have sinned. But this is so that the works of God can be manifested. See, it doesn't change God who he is. Our human condition and our human experiences does not change who he is. Glory to God. And whatever he has declared about himself, glory to God, that's who he is. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. And to me, I don't know about you, but that gives me an anchor of my soul, right? When I can't seem to find a way to get out or, or whatever have you or find a way to come through, my soul is anchored because he doesn't change. He doesn't change. Glory to God. And, and furthermore, let me say this. Let me say this to all of you that are being a part of the broadcast tonight and everything. Uh, God is not moved by the clock of man. You know, because I know people think, oh, surely we're in the last days and, 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 and people try to figure out when's the next, you know, when. It, folks, God is not on man's time clock. God is on his own time 
And you and you and I are not going to be able to figure it out. I don't care how wise we think we are and how much scripture we think we know. God is on his own time. Glory to God. And so, uh, yes. Hallelujah. Second, first Peter. First Peter chapter number two and verse number four through ten. Let's do that. And then we're going to we're going to let you go here. Glory to God. I pray that you're getting something. I believe you are. I pray that you're receiving the word of God and that uh, it's giving you something to think about and consider and pray about and, and look at how you uh, recognize who God is. Because if you, you get it's without faith, it's impossible to please him. You, when you and I come to God, we got to believe that he is. Yeah, I might be going through something right now, but that doesn't change who God is. Come on, somebody. I, I might be going through financial trouble, but that doesn't change God. God's not changed. He's not. He's the same. Right. So I, that my, if I can lock my faith into that, what I'm trying to tell you, if I can lock my faith into that reality, that my condition does not change who God is. And furthermore, my condition is not indicative of my portion or my inheritance. Right. My condition, whatever I'm going through, doesn't mean that that's my inheritance. My inheritance comes from God. Now, that's if you belong to him now. Now, if you don't belong to him, that's a whole nother lesson, right? But if you are a part of the family of God, you've been born into God's family by believing in Jesus Christ and confessing your sins and being filled with his spirit, then you have an inheritance among them that are sanctified by faith in Christ Jesus. So your condition is, real, is not always indicative of your portion. So, in other words, it doesn't change God. I, I know I'm trying to drive that point home, but folks, this is where faith can begin to come alive again. See, because we've all gone, especially in the last couple of years, we've all gone through some, some stuff. I mean, people, everybody, uh, uh, you know, we've all, many of, in fact, many of us even on the Zoom call tonight, had 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 uh had caught the COVID, <laughs> as people say, you know, myself included. I, I had I was down for like a week uh with the COVID nineteen, right? But that didn't change God. Come on, somebody, I got to hear what I'm saying. God is still a healer. Glory to God. And I'm looking at many of you, and I know many of your testimony. Yeah, some of you also, same thing. Praise God. But see what what, what people do, and I'm not here throwing shade. Yeah, that's not my point. But when you let fear start taking over your idea of who God is, then you attract the enemy. All right, let me leave that alone. Let me get back to the word. Here we go. Uh, glory to God. Here we go. First uh, Peter chapter two and verse number four. And let's move, let, let me see here. Glory to God, time is moving fast. To whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, glory to God, but chosen of God and precious, you also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood, glory to God, to offer up spiritual sacrifice acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him, here it is, that faith again, he that believeth on him shall not be confounded or put to shame, right? 
Now watch this. Unto you therefore which believe, he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word. This is good stuff here. Being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. Verse 9 and 10. But you are, come on, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people. Now, peculiar don't mean weird. It means a special treasure, right? That you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in times past were not a people, uh, uh, but are now the people of God, which have not obtained uh, mercy, but now have obtained mercy, right? Now, listen, this is what I want to pull out of this. And, and we're going to wrap it up here. When you walk by faith, when you, when you are a, a person that believes, the word of God is precious. Jesus becomes the chief cornerstone of your life. Again, he becomes your firm foundation. Folks can be just, and we've seen that over the last couple of years. I've seen it a lot. I mean, folks can just be flipping out. Come on. I mean, Lord have mercy. And I'm not making light of what people have gone through, but when, when you have a, a firm foundation, the winds may blow, right? The winds may toss. But you're, again, even as that old song goes, your soul can be anchored in the Lord. Glory to God. It's a firm foundation, but all, that only comes because you believe in the chief cornerstone, right? You you're not being disobedient. You're not being you're not rejecting God's counsel. You're not saying, "Yeah, but I know this is what God said, but this is what I went through. I know this is how God told me what God told me to do, but he don't understand my 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 particular circumstance." Folks, that that when you and I get to that point, we have we have allowed the whispers of the enemy to deceive us. God knows everything about everything. He knows what's coming around the corner. He knows what he can see what you can't see. And he knows everything about your condition and situation. And it does not change who he is. So, but now here's my point that I'm trying to make. And this is where some people get, they get stuck and they can't seem to get out. Because when you, when anybody disobeys the word, they're, oh, let me say this. Let me say this the right way, and I'm about to wrap it up. Myself included, it doesn't matter who it is. When you and I disobey the word, the Bible declared that the word itself becomes a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. It, it, so, so now the word has become offensive to me. The very thing that God wants to send to heal me has caused me to stumble because I refuse to, to believe it and obey it. So folks, let me tell you something. Because I know many of you are great uh, believers, great kingdom builders. 
you're, you're about your father's business. I'm going to give you a little bit of tools here. If, if you're trying to minister and help somebody, whatever the case is, and you give them just the love of God, right? And you give them the word of God and you give them what the word says about their whatever. If they refuse to obey the word of God, folks, there's really nothing else you can do. You can pray for them, but the word has become a stumbling block. Why? What do you mean, pastor? Because God's not changing his word. He's not changing his word for nobody. Glory to God. He, I'm, you understand what I'm saying? The, the greatest, most anointed minister, you know, bishop, deacon, whoever, even the pope, whoever. God is not changing his word. So when you and I don't believe it, it becomes a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. Let me read that again because I don't want to make sure y'all, I don't, didn't make this up. We're in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 8. And a, uh, uh, verse 7 and 8. Unto you therefore which believe. Do you believe? I believe you believe. Do you believe? If you believe, glory to God. Great. He is precious. But watch this. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected, the same is made the head of the corner and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. Folks, that's not supposed to be us. We're supposed to be a chosen generation. An obedient people that believe about ourselves and about God, what he said. So I'm going to, I don't care what I'm going through. I'm a royal priesthood. Come on, somebody. I'm part of a holy nation, right? I'm not, I'm not part of the, I'm not, I'm not a Democrat or Republican or, or a mutual or whatever marginal. I, no, I'm, I'm part of a holy nation. <laughs> Y'all got to hear what I'm saying. I'm part of a royal priesthood. Glory to God. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm a, I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Glory to God. Of the commonwealth of God's people. I was not a people, but now I'm also part of the people of God. What are you saying, brother preacher? And this is not just for me to confess. This is for anybody that believes. So my, I want to ask you, do you believe that God is? Question number one. And do you believe that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him? Well, if you believe, then the word of God becomes like a precious cornerstone. It's your foundation. Nothing, you Listen, everything can go topsy-turvy. Everything can go upside down. Come on, folks. This, that's why God gave us the word. Even in the time of famine, the righteous shall be satisfied with bread. Glory to God. God, and the greatest example of that, and I'm done, I'm closing. A greatest example of that is Elijah the prophet. God says, pronounce that it's not going to rain for three and a half years on the earth until I give you the word. And until I give you the word, there will be no rain. But watch what God did. God took his servant and said, go by the brook. And now that there's been no rain, you can drink out water out of the brook. And I'm going to command some birds to bring you a sandwich in the morning, 
bread and meat is what it said. So that, that's a sandwich. And they're going to bring you bread and meat in the eve twice a day. God is causing birds, glory to God, to bring food to sustain his servant that was believing him when most of the nation had turned away from him. Folks, God got you. You understand? I know that's not real proper English there, but, but God got this thing on lock. He is the good shepherd. He's going to lead and guide you, amen, into all, by the quiet waters. He's going to restore your soul. Glory to God. He's going to prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God, and, and listen, God is not limited. Glory to God. I don't know how I got all over here today. God is not limited to the supply chain. Glory to God. God can go around the supply chain and send the angels of God to your door. Glory to God with five bags of groceries. <laughs> you got to believe that God is. What is it that God can't do? Somebody talk to me tonight. Now I'm, and we're done. I'm getting ready to wrap it up. What is it that God can't do? What is it that God can't accomplish? See, so, but watch this. If you and I keep listening to the news and listening to the world and not listening to God, you know, listening to faith in God, then we'll be like, well, I guess I guess it's just all over. I guess it's just doom and gloom. I don't know what's going to happen. No, 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 no. There's nothing too hard for God. So watch this. Last thing. The life of faith and the living my faith means speaking as well, what do you believe? <laughs> Me and my wife, we, we, listen, we're, we're going forward, but we, we, you know, I remember times, especially we're raising four children, and you know, they all at the house in the house at the same time, and there was some, some, there was some, there was some slender moments. <laughs> Can I say it like that? I mean, there was some, there was some times when Lord Jesus, Hallelujah, and now we didn't look like we had slender moments, but, but we had slender moments. And, you know, but we would look at each other and say, listen, it ain't always going to be like this. Even when everything, I'm talking about one, you know, and, and if you, especially Mother Walks and different ones that have raised boys, you know, at a certain age, boys, I think they just get a hole in the bottom of their stomach. And they put it in and it just falls out the bottom. That's what it seems like. I know it's not like that, but it seemed like it just flowed right through them. And, you know, and my God. So there was some times we said, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> but but even in those times, I remember us looking at each other and saying, you know, it's not always going to be like this. God's going to bring us out. You know, God's blessing. He is blessing. So he's going to continue to bless us. Right. So that's always speaking that faith. Glory to God. Glory to God. Always speaking that faith. Right. De uh, having a confession. Right. Believing that God is. Right. Listen, declaring that uh, that. God is my need meter. He's got, you know, all of my needs are met according to his riches and glory, right? Every bill is paid. Every debt is canceled, right? I walk in divine health. I do not lack. I do not want. I have supernatural provisions. Glory to God. Spiritual things dictate natural things in my life, and I am anointed of God. And no man can stand before me all the days of my life. And in Jesus Christ, I will never fail, right? 
Glory to God. We give and it's given unto us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Men given to our bosom. Why? And in Jesus Christ, we should never fail. Speaking that out of your mouth. Believing that with your heart. Believing it, thinking it. Understanding it in your mind. And just trusting God to do what God said he can do. So I want to encourage all of you tonight. As we give it a wrap up our Zoom call tonight. And for you that are on Facebook Live and on the YouTube channel as well, you, you must believe. Simply saying, you must believe that he is. Glory to God, folks. And yes, it is a fight. Yes, it is warfare. Yes, you always got the enemy trying to whisper something. He'll say, well, look, 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 at, you know, look, look at your uh, last doctor visit. Look at your numbers, how your numbers ain't this and numbers ain't that. No, no, no. You got to say, my God is a healer. Glory to God. I'm saying, I'm talking about, I'm talking about even, listen, let, let me make this real plain because I, I want you to understand me. Even if you take the medication, you take the medication and say, in Jesus' name, I'm healed. Yeah, yeah, I'm not dependent. Thank God. Do what you got to do. But, it, but because the medication can make and help your body out. But Jesus is the healer. Do you understand what I'm saying? And God will show you. I'm telling you, I know this personally. God will show you how to get off the medication. But the reality is, he's the healer. He's the deliverer. Glory to God. He's the provider. Thank God for your employment. Thank God for your way to make income. But that job is not your provider. God is your provider. And you got to say that and believe that and walk in that. All the time. And when, when it looks when it looks bleak and you can't see something naturally, how it's going to work out, you say, God, I know you're going to do something. God, I know you're going to make a way. Glory to God. God, I know you're going to bring us out of this. I know there's something coming my, our way. Glory to God. We are blessed. Glory to God. We are not, we are above and not beneath. Glory to God. But that's where faith comes in. But folks, Listen, and, I, and, and I'm done. I'm going to wrap it up. But you can't, you can't even talk that way unless you're feeding on the word. you got to feed yourself on the word more than you feeding yourself on what the 9 o'clock news. You know, let me, let me say this, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm wrapping it up. Because some people, and this is just part of my journey, you know, and, and sometimes you talk to people and they, they kind of think you're weird and, and whatnot and kind of strange, you know, because I remember telling people, couple times, you know, that I don't watch the news, you know, and uh, so, so, so their, their thought process is like, well, if you don't watch the news, how are you going to know what's going on? And I said, well, I said, you know, the Bible tells me that God knows the end from the beginning and everything that hadn't been done yet saying his counsel is going to stand, uh, you know, and also he said that again, uh, when how be it when the spirit of truth has come, he will lead me and guide me into all truth and he will show me things to come. So I asked him a simple question. I said, what is it that God doesn't know? You know, tell, you tell me something God doesn't know. Pre past, present, and future. Doesn't he know it all? So if God knows it all, if my dependence is on God, if there's something that I really need to know, God will either tell me himself or just because people like to talk, he'll send somebody my way to let me what's going on. Let me know what's going on. But I don't want to sit there and feed myself on that fear. 
Because you don't hear no good news, folks. How oftentimes all you hear is death, doom, gloom, and, and you know, sadness. Now, I'm not saying turn your eye a blind eye to it. What I am saying is don't let it get in your spirit. Right? Don't let that, uh, don't, don't consume it so much to now you are fearful. Right? <laughs> you know, you, you glory to God, because God didn't give us a spirit of fear. So listen, amen. We thank God for all of you tonight. Uh, we appreciate uh, everything that you're doing. Uh, by sharing the, the every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Uh, we start on Zoom at 7.30. We start on Facebook Live and uh, YouTube channel at 7.30 so that we can get all of the time in. But share it with a friend. Let them know every Tuesday night we'll be on here sharing the Word of God, sharing you what the Lord has given to us, and we want to be able to be a blessing to you. Uh, uh, for you, again, that are on the YouTube channel as well as Facebook Live. You can always uh, find the replay on the Mind of Conception podcast. Uh, anywhere you can find a podcast, uh, 24 hours after Tuesday evening, you can listen to the podcast, the audio part of what we talked about tonight. You'll be able to hear it. Uh, you can put it in your headphones or whatever, play it on your iPhone, whatever you got, right? And just get the Word of God in you, right? Let faith arise, Right? Let faith arise. Let, let God be true and let every man be a liar. So we thank God for you uh, that are, again, watching on YouTube. Again, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel since you're already watching. And believe uh, we'll just believe God to continue to uh, encourage us more and more as we see the day approaching. But listen, even you that are on uh, YouTube and Facebook, go out and be about the Father's business. Let God use you. Right? Use your faith every day, right? Let God give you, uh, let God uh, walk you in such a way of faith that you can be the encouragement for everybody that's just af afraid and fearful. You know, let your faith grow to the point where you're rejoicing, even in the midst of trials. <laughs> Glory to God, man. Amen. Praise God. But we love you. Amen. So let's go out and be about our Father's business on YouTube, Facebook Live, and we God, well, God bless you. We'll see you on next Tuesday. Amen. Praise God. Well, praise the Lord. We hope you have enjoyed the podcast today. We encourage you to stay connected by subscribing to this podcast, as well as our weekly newsletter at www.livingwordcorsicana.org. Also, we invite you to join our national video call on the Zoom app. Our personal room number is 931-432-8488. And the passcode is the number two. Listen, God bless you. Have a supernatural day. And we hope to contribute and communicate with you soon. Mm -hmm.